Welcome back to the Mystic Lighthouse. It's been a little while, but we've got a brand new season ahead of twisted tales, terrifying creatures, and unbelievable encounters. So without further ado, let's get started. And remember, when you're lost in the darkness, always follow the light. Our first story comes to us from Birmingham, England. Richard tells us about a series of nightmares that may have followed him into the waking world. My name is Richard. I'm 37 years old. I live in Birmingham, England with my wife, her mother, who is ill in health, whose husband died five years ago, and our Japanese Akita dog. Personally, I'm no stranger to paranormal activity. In the past, I have had some things happen, but not for many, many years. In fact, on February the 15th, 2022, I had my first real experience for probably 10 years. But more importantly, what started out as an experience just for me, which was just a dream in reality, it went into the real world and my wife also experienced what I experienced. So to begin this story, I'm asleep. I'm in bed with my wife, sleeping. I'm having a dream. It's a really bad dream, quite a scary dream to be fair. But when I was having this dream, it was evident it's not the first time I've had this dream. I must have had this dream maybe three or four times in the past, except more was being revealed in this dream than what had been revealed in the previous dreams. It's what I like to call a dream series. I don't know if anyone's ever had them, but they're very weird. It may start off from the beginning of the dream each time, or it may just continue on from where you previously left off. A lot of dreams, when we have them, seem really pointless and don't make any sense whatsoever. But one thing which I'm sure most people would agree on is there's always something that you can focus on in the dream which means something or feels like it means something or it's the predominant part of the dream. In this dream, it's a fairly large pink balloon which was made by my wife in this dream. I have no idea how she made the balloon, but I know that she made the balloon. I remember from my previous dreams that this pink balloon, I was very, very scared of it. I have no idea why I was scared of it. It hadn't done anything, it was just sat there on top of a desk in my wife's office, absolutely just doing nothing, just not floating, not sinking, just staying there in the air with a weight on the bottom of it. It's just on her desk doing nothing. But for some reason, I'm scared of this balloon. So like I said, I was scared of this balloon, but I had no reason to really be scared of it. Until at this point in the dream, the balloon started moving and then I was on top of the stairs which is next to where our toilet room is and this balloon started moving towards me and it started moving really fast like it was trying to kill me so I jumped into the toilet and I started screaming and shouting and just making real big obscenities basically. In my dream my wife then came running to the toilet and she shut the door behind her 
and she asked me why I was shouting, why I'm so angry and why I'm so upset. It's unlike me to be this kind of a person, but I was being really, really scared and aggressive. I explained that this pink balloon was trying to kill me and she kind of shrugged it off and gave a little bit of a snigger and told me not to be stupid, that the balloon's not going to try and kill me, it's just a balloon. So I'm there terrified in the toilet with my wife of a balloon that's trying to kill me and she didn't believe me. That was until the balloon opened the door and it lunged towards us. At this point, my wife woke me up. Apparently I was lying down in bed, shaking a little bit, making kind of like mini screams, almost crying in my sleep. So she decided it was best to wake me up. As you can imagine, there's lots of things going through my head. I'm pretty freaked out, pretty creeped out, pretty scared. And she was like, what's wrong? He was having a bad dream, is everything okay? Asking what the dream was about. And I was like, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. I just, I just need to sit down. So I sat up for a short while in bed and my wife went to the toilet and I went downstairs to get myself a drink. I came upstairs, got back into bed, and my wife asked me what the dream was about again. So I explained the dream to her, and she said it sounded a bit scary, but I, I withheld the information about the balloon representing a child that's not yet been born. While I'm in bed, I'm getting that cold kind of feeling that you get when you feel like there's something there, people describe it as someone walking over your grave. But I was cuddling up to my wife as I was, you know, pretty traumatised, and I could feel something on my back touching me and I was really scared so I turned around onto my back and my wife turned around at the same time and we was laying on our backs in bed. Just thought I'd like to point out at this point that I do sometimes have good dreams and sometimes have bad dreams. I've never really had a bad dream and woke up and been scared from it. So as I'm lying on my back these little feelings that I'm getting they're not moving they're not going anywhere they just keep appearing nothing's changing at this moment i'm doing my best to not think of the dream and just think of anything else that i can think of but i can't so i think of the balloon and i look at the tv at the exact same second and the led lights that are stuck onto the back of the tv turn on as you can imagine in my state of confusion this kind of freaks me out and it freaked my wife out a little bit to be fair the led lights that we have that are plugged into the back of the tv they turn on automatically when you turn the TV on and they turn off probably 5 to 10 seconds after you turn the TV off. There's nothing particularly unusual about the LEDs turning on. It has happened probably two or three times since I've had these particular LEDs which has been for probably two years or so now. But when they stay on, it's normally about 10 or so seconds where they stay on and I can potentially account that for maybe my PS5 doing upgrades while I'm asleep. But this time it was different. They'd stayed on for probably around about two minutes. And the whole time I was just feeling really weird and just staring at the TV. I couldn't look away. The TV was turned off, but the LEDs were turned on. And then after they turned off, about two seconds had passed. And something which has never happened to anything in my house before happened. The TV screen flashed bright white. Now, it wasn't the whole screen that flashed. It was something oval-shaped in the top right corner of the TV that resembled either a balloon or a face. As soon as that happened, we both gasped pretty hard and we were really scared at this point. It seemed to me that whatever was going on in my dream was following me into the real world or something from the real world hijacked my dream. 
So I'd done the only thing I could do really, which was get out of bed, turn the electrics off at the wall, and I just did not turn them back on for another day or so. I stayed in bed, struggling to get to sleep. I would constantly feel these cold breezes all over my body. But eventually, I did manage to get to sleep, and nothing else happened in that night. Now, I did share my story on Reddit, but there was two things which I missed out, which could have something to do with this, but at the same time, probably didn't. As previously mentioned, me and my wife live with her mother, who's very ill in health. She's a heart failure patient, she's got one kidney, which doesn't work very well. You know, you could imagine the kind of issues that she has. One of them is including breathing difficulties. Now, she always sleeps with her bedroom door open, but this night she decided to shut her door. The reason for it was because we had a new fabric conditioner and our washing was drying in the kitchen. And she was saying that it was too strong and the scent was making her unable to breathe properly, so she decided to shut her door. The other thing that normally happens is our dog normally sleeps on the floor at the foot of our bed on his bed. But for some reason this night he decided I'm not going to sleep in your bedroom, I'm going to sleep on top of the stairs. Whether this was in reaction to her mother having her door shut, maybe it put him in a mood thinking, you know, why well, she got a door shut and he wanted to protect her a bit closer, I have no idea. But yeah, he wasn't sleeping in our room, which was, he's done it a few times before, but you no, know, a lot of the time, more often than not, probably over nine times out of ten, he sleeps in our bedroom. It's only been a couple of days. The date today is the 17th, and I'm still pretty confused over what happened. I've never had anything from a dream manifest into the real world or vice versa before. I've decided that I've unplugged the LEDs from the back of my TV. I'm not having those on for quite a while. And if anyone's got any insight into what the hell happened, could debunk it or explain something to me which potentially makes any sense, I'd love to hear it. Our next story is from Matt. He tells us about an encounter he had involving possible aliens. Was his experience a result of pain medication, or was he allowed to see into another realm? Okay, so this happened in 2016. I was living in a house in southeastern Kansas with my wife and two youngest children. I never liked living in that house. I always had strange visions of me being carried out on a stretcher by paramedics. Luckily, that never happened, but something weird did happen there. I had had a back problem, a ruptured disc, and sciatic pain. My physician had prescribed me gabapentin for nerve pain relief. My physician had told me to take one pill a day, three times a day for the first week, then to take two pills three times a day for the second week, and on the third week to start taking three pills three times a day and that would be my regular dose so I did what I was told and on that third week when I took my very first three pills three times a day is when this story begins it was approximately 7 p.m. and I had just taken my third dose of three pills of gabapentin and I went into the bathroom and while I was in the bathroom I started to have an LSD flashback now I have done a lot of LSD and I've had a few flashbacks but this was strong. It felt like maybe I had actually done LSD. I went and told my wife I was having a serious flashback, like I'm getting visuals on the floors and the walls, and I told her I was going to go to bed because I was tired. Now, normally, you can't sleep when you're on LSD, but I wasn't on LSD, and I was feeling tired, so I laid down and went to bed. 
About an hour later, I woke up to a full-on LSD acid trip. I was looking at the ceiling fan, and it was just melting all over the place, and there were fractals, and just total hallucinations everywhere. And then when I rolled over on my side, I could see the wall of my bedroom was translucent. And on the other side of the wall, I seen four gray aliens. They were sitting at a table, like a card table. They were on their side of their wall, but they were not in the laundry room, which was actually what was on the other side of the wall. It was like they were in another dimension that was just visible through the wall of the bedroom. When I looked at them, they all stopped what they were doing and turned to look me dead in my eye with an expression of, oh, wow, he can see us. I freaked out and I ran out of the bedroom. I told my wife what I had seen and then I slept on the couch that night because I was scared to go back into the bedroom. It was unlike any LSD trip I had ever been on. It actually felt real and the aliens were just right there on the other side of the wall in the room with me. A translucent wall that wasn't actually there. The next day I called my doctor and told him about the situation. I also stopped taking gabapentin on that day because it scared me so badly. My question to the people on this podcast is, do you think the gray aliens were real? Do you think I was able to see into another dimension? I'm not exactly sure what happened that day, but thank you for listening to my story. Our next story is from Ronan. He tells us about a possible encounter with a skinwalker. Was what he saw a result of his altered state of mind, or did he truly experience something paranormal? What is up, Mystic Lighthouse listeners? My name is Ronan, and um, the show reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to share a paranormal experience that happened to me. So um, I'll just get right into it, except um, before... Um, I try to explain this. I want to first just say that um, I believe in a lot of things such as spirits and stuff like that um, loosely. I wouldn't consider myself religious by any means. I don't, you know, I do not identify with any religion. I'm pretty spiritual though. (laughs) But um, yeah, this is a crazy story. This is absolutely nuts to me and I hopefully can um, convey this in a way to where it doesn't end up as like a uh, well you had to have been there moment to uh, get across like how crazy this actually was so I'll just get into it um this happened about two three years ago probably in um San Diego California in a town called Claremont I don't live there anymore, so I don't care about saying exactly where it happened. It happened in a canyon in Claremont, in San Diego, in California. So, the day just started out like a normal day. I got up, I went to my friend's house, and at this particular friend's house, we basically just chilled out in his garage and smoked weed and listened to music. And so on this day, we decided to go for... um, go smoke a a joint at this spot that we knew in this canyon right so you know he hops on his skateboard and I'm walking with him and nothing seems out of the ordinary and um I don't want to try like when I say this I hope I don't come off as someone that's like trying to say that they're like some mystic or some medium or you know some wizard because I'm not but um a lot of the times I can like tell when something's not right or something bad is gonna happen you know or just you know 
most people can feel these things just when vibes are off. And uh, nothing, nothing was out of the ordinary whatsoever, actually. Um, it was just a normal day. I wasn't even thinking about any of this, like, existential crazy stuff at all. We were just walking and chatting. And so um, we get to this canyon. And if anyone, I'm sure a lot of you have been to a canyon, if not a trail, specifically canyon, though. Um, most of them, when you go in, it's super steep. It's not straight down, but it's super steep. And uh, this particular canyon, its entry point was literally right on a sidewalk. So people just walk up or literally park right next to this uh, this opening uh, off the sidewalk and they'll just walk in, right? So it's, it's not secluded whatsoever. Um, anyone that's been to San Diego knows that there's hardly any secluded areas. I mean, there is obviously, but nothing like truly secluded it's basically a canyon and on each side there's houses you know and and, and and like the canyon goes deep and you'll be in parts where you can't see the houses and you might not you know it's a little secluded but it's not actually secluded and it's a well-traveled path there's people there all the time and uh it's just it, it's a known well-traveled place this was at about 12 30 to 1 in the afternoon and um, so anyway, so we're going, and like usual, on our on our walks into the canyon, we got impatient, and we lit the joint before we got to the spot, you know. And so we're walking and smoking, and um, there's these, you know, those supercross, those motocross jumps that they have at like X Games, or just those motocross um, jumps that they have at events, you know the super slope and it goes up and it's flat on the top and then there's a really steep slope where they land there was these uh those were there but they were super on a way smaller scale you know for just like mountain bikes to go over for like kids i guess or i'm not really sure who made them but they were there they were just made out of the dirt that was on there it's actually pretty surprising to be honest that someone made that there i, I remember thinking that that's pretty crazy but um so anyway we're going and uh still nothing is out of the ordinary the birds are chirping it's sunny outside it's a nice day we're just talking we're probably listening to music from our phone or something and um so we're walking up one of these things and you know we're walking up and then running down the other side just having fun and stuff like we were little kids and uh so we get to the top of this one and we look down and uh at the bottom of the slope of this one there was a uh, a pentagram inside of a circle and um, I was surprised, uh, not for the reason you might think. I wasn't like shocked to see this symbol on the ground. Uh, but what I was actually shocked, and I guess it's because it's the first time I had ever like encountered this in person, was that um, when I thought of that before a pentagram or whatever the actual you know proper term is, I'm just gonna call it that because that's what everyone knows it as. Um, you know, like scrawled or drawn, you know, in dirt or with chalk or whatever they're using. But this was like an actual physical, like someone made a physical one. They, the circle was made out of twigs, like bent together. I don't know how they didn't snap, but they were bent together in an almost perfect circle. And the, uh, the star part, the actual, um, pentagram was, um, the actual pentagram part was made out of uh, f 
flower stems or maybe just some other green vine type thing but it was like a physical thing it wasn't drawn like it was actually physically there like someone made it and um there was red liquid all over it um i'm not gonna sit here and say it was blood i don't know it, it could have been blood it could have been red candle wax but it was red and there was liquid on it and um you know, I, I, I believe, like, you just don't mess with shit like that, you know what I mean? So we didn't touch it, we didn't interact with it, uh, we looked at it, and I can't remember if we continued uh, onward and then felt uneasy and turned around, or if we turned around immediately. Because our initial thought was just like, oh, there's just some, some stupid, like, edgy teenagers thinking they're, like, super cool Satanists or whatever. And again, like, I'm not, like, the type of person to see, because, like, I understand that that symbol has multiple meanings, it's been used all throughout history, like, it, it's not only associated with, um, you know, bad things, it's really not, and I'm not, but, you know, I'm not, like, pointing Satanist when I saw that, I, I just thought it was some teenagers, you know, just being edgy, thinking that, whatever, whatever, right, but, um, I do err on the side of caution with those things, because, that symbol is also used for uh, black magic and bad medicine and just nefarious things and same reason why I don't I don't fuck around with Ouija boards I don't you know try to contact spirits because they can you get contacted and interact with them whether you know it or not enough on a daily basis I don't feel the need to go out and look for it anyway so we see this whether or not we continued I don't remember so anyway we're on our way back and uh, this is where it happens, and I first, I, I don't know, I, I've thought of many ways to describe the sound of this thing, and I, and I just can't, so I'm just gonna say what it sounded like. It, to me, it sounded like, like a massive grizzly bear just bounding through the woods. You know what I mean? Like, bounding, like it, it sounded heavy. Like, you can tell it was very heavy. It wasn't a rabbit. It wasn't a deer, it was not a wolf, it wasn't a coyote, it was massive, and, and I couldn't see it at this point, but I could hear it and I could tell it was very, very large, and um, you know how if you're like standing on concrete, or even dirt, grass, um, and someone like falls next to you super hard on this surface, or some, someone drops something, you can like kind of feel the ground vibrate a little bit, not like shake. Not like shaking like an earthquake, but like you can feel the vibrations of them hitting the ground. And um, we could feel the vibrations of its footsteps, I guess. I don't know what to call it, but it was just super, super loud. And these tree branches were breaking. And like, I don't mean like way up high tree branches, like super thick ones. I mean, just ones, you know, coming off of little trees that are on the side of a trail, you know. Um, but they're breaking, snapping. The, the ground is it, just very loud. It literally sounded like a grizzly bear or something very, very, very large. Just bounding, just, I can't even describe it. Like, I'm repeating myself and I apologize for that, but like, I just can't describe like how deep and like earthy and resonating that sound, just pounding on like maybe t 10 to 15 yards away from us. And so, we hear that and we're like, what the f was that? And we start running, <clears throat> of course. And um, so we're running 
and I eventually look to the side for a split second and there's a perfect little hole in the trees and at that time at that moment I saw it and um it looked the only way I can describe it is a is a werewolf um I'm not saying that's what it was I don't believe that's what it was but um the way that werewolves are depicted in popular culture think of that you know like super muscular you know can walk on two legs but can also like run fast like um (laughs) if you've ever played skyrim it kind of looks like the werewolves from skyrim and that's what it looked like and and i'm not even saying that's what it looked like that's just what it looked like to me and i saw it for literally a split second like barely glimpsed it and it was very fast and for how loud it was when it when we first heard it after i caught that glimpse of it complete dead silence no movement in the trees no sound whatsoever just up and vanished no trace whatsoever and um we fucking ran up that hill halfway back to his house and mind you we're on like the california like strong strong weed back then very strong so of course we were paranoid anyway very scary actually and um and so i posted this on a reddit um on a subreddit and this is how uh i was contacted by the show to do this but a lot of people were saying you know are you sure it wasn't a wolf or like a coyote or something and it, and it just wasn't like if, if anyone had heard the sound they would know for a hundred percent fact that was not a wolf it was not a coyote it wasn't and 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 when I'm telling this story to you guys and to whoever else might be listening, it's going to seem very easy to uh, explain it with logical things. And I've already tried that, but I'm just telling you, if you heard the sound, none of those explanations answer this mystery. They they really don't. Like, if if you could have just heard the utter power of whatever this was bounding through the woods, you would just know it wasn't a a natural animal it was too fast it was literally unnaturally fast unnaturally loud and um a lot of people are also saying skinwalker not too sure either um it could have been you know i mean what do i know but um there's two camps there's two camps of people who believe in skinwalkers there's the people that believe they're cryptids along the lines of like Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Mothman, Dogman, the Chupacabra, stuff like that, you know. And then there's people who vehemently uh, insist that it's it's a human being um, practicing black magic or bad medicine that turns into the Skinwalker. As for me, I'm not sure which camp I fall under. I do believe in them. I've, I've just actually recently become aware of the other camp i thought they were cryptids uh, initially for years and and then i stumbled across something that uh, explained or, or a group of people that felt very strongly that it wasn't a cryptid it was a human being usually a native american uh human practicing their you know spiritual things that they do which is all real and like and that's what i mean by i believe in a lot of things like i believe in magic like black magic and good magic and word magic and alchemy and like the native americans obviously knew some and all these native ancient cultures around the world they all knew they've all they all had knowledge beyond anything we can imagine and so there's people that um 
very strongly believe that it's it's usually uh, Native American somebody, maybe a shaman, not too sure that's doing that. Um, but from my understanding, usually the skinwalkers, um, you know, they, they mimic human behavior and they try to lure people into like empty fields at night or, you know, stuff like that. And like, it didn't even like attempt to stay hidden and mimic a human, like calling for help or anything to get us into that riverbed that was uh off the trail it didn't do anything it like it acted as if like it, it, that it had just been like stumbled across and that we weren't meant to see it and it was like getting away and it was running and it was surprised and i feel like a, a skinwalker like we wouldn't have even known it was there you know like it would it, if if it wanted us to know it was there it would we would know it was there if it was a skinwalker because they they're shapeshifters they can do whatever the f they want you know this thing was i don't know what it was and so i hope i somehow get some uh feedback from the listeners of this show of what you guys could think it is um i really don't know um the reddit post it was is basically one of two answers it was either an animal or a skinwalker again i'm not saying it's i, I know for a fact it wasn't a natural animal it could have been a skinwalker i'm not too sure and it and it I think someone said Bigfoot, but the thing is about that is that it was very dog-like. It was like a canine. It wasn't like a primate. It wasn't like a big human. It was like a massive dog-like thing. Like, and, and just the sound. I keep saying it, and I'm gonna keep saying it every time I tell this story. The the sound just was so loud. It sounded like a giant running through the woods. But it wasn't a giant, it was a dog-like thing, but it was just so heavy. Or maybe there was so much power, or maybe it was running so fast that it was like distorting time or, 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 or it was distorting the air around, disrupting the air around it and it was causing it to sound bigger than it was. I do not know, but I know for a 100% fact it was not a natural animal. It could be a skinwalker, I'm not too sure, but um, that's basically the end of the story. Um, if there's any questions, I guess somehow I might uh, read them somehow, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope I was able to uh, convey this to you in a way that it sounds not real, because I don't care if people believe me or not, but uh, I hope I conveyed it in a way that like uh, shows the actual like intensity of the sound like i just can't get over the sound i'm sorry it was just so loud but uh anyway thank you guys for listening and i hope you guys have a good day and that you guys are safe uh peace thank you for joining me at the mystic lighthouse if you have a story you'd like to share send it to the mystic lighthouse at gmail.com and join us next week for a brand new episode but until then Keep scanning the horizon. The Mystic Lighthouse is a part of the ACAST Creators Network.